Hey, this is Jason Dillon, pastor at Parkway Church, and I'm so glad you joined this Parkway podcast for powerful inspiration and purposeful insights. I believe this podcast will lift your spirit and lead you into the future God has prepared for you. Enjoy the message. I am so excited to talk to you today about a subject that I am full of, and that is the subject of hope. I have often said it, often enough that I remember that I've said this, that the glass is half full and it's about to overflow. Recently, I said that and someone said, overflow with what? I said, the goodness of God, the blessings of God. So today, as I'm talking to you outside, the sky is filled with brilliant light. There is just a, there's cool, crisp breeze in the air. It's just about a perfect day. There's something about light that is so attractive, just like hope is so attractive. Hope draws us out of a place of darkness and despair to a place of light, a place where we can believe that, you know what? God is still in control and God's going to help us. Let me tell you about a scripture that I found that I really like, and it's it is uh, during the time when Jesus had just been born, Mary and Joseph bring him to the temple. And there's a man by the name of Simeon who takes him and takes him up in his arm, Luke chapter 2, verse 28, and blessed God and said, Lord, now let thy servant depart in peace according to thy will or thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all the people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. So literally, they, not having full revelation of what Jesus would be and what he would do, hear the words of this man of God, this prophet, who says Jesus will be a light to lighten the Gentiles. Well, we're Gentiles, and we know that there are Jews, and his light shines upon both Gentiles and Jews, as in... Um, Isaiah chapter 9, Isaiah the prophet gives this prophecy. Nevertheless, that time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. Now that right there is powerful. I could stop right there and talk to you about hope coming from that single scripture. Darkness and despair will not go on forever. The land of Zebulun and Naphtali will be humbled, but there will be a time in the future when Galilee of the Gentiles, which lies along the road that runs between the Jordan and the sea, will be filled with glory. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. I'm going to tell you that just like Isaiah prophesied that those people will see a great light, I believe emphatically with great intensity that God is going to shine a light in every person's life. Every person that's listening to this, watching this today, you can expect, no matter how dark the situation, you will see a light of the promises of God today. Something to remind you, to focus your attention on, to get your eyes off the darkness around you. God is still in control. You see, certain things in life are absolutely necessary. Air is one of them. We need air to breathe. We need water also. Humans can only live about three days without water. We need food. Uh, I, I love food. In fact, I, I sometimes, some people eat to live and others live to eat. And so I do have a great appreciation 
for food. But we also need light. The sun is not only the planet we orbit around, it is the physical giver of light by which the process of photosynthesis is accomplished in plants, by which we breathe oxygen. So we certainly need light, and God gave us a source of light. But we also need hope. Life without hope is difficult, if not impossible. Hope is a light on a dark night. I want you to see the connection between hope and light. Light produces hope. Hope is best described as light. When you come into a dark room, what is the first thing that you do? You turn the light on. Why? Because the light dispels the darkness and the light dispels the fear of the unknown. Guess what hope does? Hope dispels darkness and the fear of the unknown. Every person lives every day wondering what's going to happen during this day. Will I make it through this day? What, what if, what about, what if? And the truth is you can't live that way. You have to hope in God. If you've ever seen uh, a Thomas Kincaid painting, they are amazingly beautiful. He is called the painter of light. Unfortunately, he died of an overdose of alcohol and value. The man who painted light never found the giver of light whose name is Jesus. One day, I do hope to own a Thomas Kincaid painting. I, I really think they're beautiful and love them. I love the way he captures that light. But I don't want to just own a painting that is, is best described as a, as a light-giving painting. I want to know the author of light, who is also the author of hope, and his name is Jesus. In today's podcast, the prophet Isaiah is giving a message of hope to the people of Israel. Hope is like light shining in the darkness. When the dawn of light, hope comes, we no longer live in the darkness of the night. People have shown they can get through just about any circumstance if they have hope. A group of graduate students, and I want to tell you the story, did a bizarre uh, experiment. They took lab rats and they put them in a tank of water in a very dark room. Then they went into an adjoining room with video equipment and they began to watch. Well, these lab rats submerged in, in water and darkness only swam for about six hours till they gave up hope and they died. They then took a second set of lab rats, put them in the same tank, but they put a lamp in that tank or, or in that room and that wanting to test the hypothesis, how long will these lab rats swim if they have hope produced by light? They swam for 17 hours. I mean, not just double, almost triple the amount of time those without any light swam. So if in these unthinking rodents, light can produce that kind of hope, what can light do for us? What can hope drawn from the promises of God's word do for us? I want to give somebody confidence today that if you're in a situation that is dark and filled with despair, there is a light that is shining, and it is the light of hope. If you've ever watched Westerns, you can always tell who the good guys and the bad guys were. The good guys wore the white cowboy hats, and the bad guys wore the dark cowboy hats. 
Even in modern times, in the popular movie series Star Wars, you have the dark side and the light side. Luke, I am your father. Come to the dark side. And Luke says, no, I'm not coming to the dark side. Guys, it's something the Bible makes crystal clear, very obvious. God is connected to light. Light is a source of hope. The devil is connected to darkness, and anything connected to him is connected to hopelessness. So look at Psalm 1828. My God turns my darkness into light. Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Psalm 76, 4. You are resplendent with light. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a light unto my path. Can I tell great and precious people right now, anytime you're going through a dark situation, if you will pick up your Bible and begin to read the word of God without question, there will be light that is best described as hope come to your very life. You're going to literally begin to see if God did miracles and God made a way of escape for people in his word, has God changed? No. God is still the same. So I want to somehow shine a light into the darkness of your world right now to tell you, you can hope in God because God is never changing. And at the entrance of God's word, it brings light and understanding. So again, God is connected to light. The devil is connected to darkness. He is called the prince of darkness. The unsaved will be cast into outer darkness. If lack of light, darkness is the revelation of lost hope, then surely light and the dawning of each day is the revelation of renewed hope. God said that my mercies are made new every morning. So literally, through the darkness of the light and with the coming of the uh, the darkness of the night and with the coming of the light there is a renewal of hope when you get up in the morning something about that day says today can be different by God's grace today will be different and God lets his mercy remind us I'm not going to judge you according to the past I'm going to give you a chance to repent, a chance to come to me afresh and anew. And like any father with a son or with a daughter, I'm going to wrap my arms around you and I'm going to tell you again how much I love you, how much I care about you, how much you can put your faith in my promises and they will never fail. It was Sir Thomas Lipton of England, the multimillionaire who was well known as a winner in uh, English and American boat races. He said shortly before dying, he said, I would give up every trophy in my collection for the one I haven't got. That is the hope of heaven and eternal life. Another high railway official when dying confessed, I have lived too much for secondary things in life, not the main thing. Eternal life may be had for the taking by faith in the new birth through the death of Christ, because of the resurrection of Christ, and because of the love and the abundant grace of God. The love of God, the abundant grace of God, is what literally lifts our vision. Sir Thomas Lipton, he lived for the boat races, for to be the winner, to be the number one, not understanding that all of that would pale, all of that would fail, 
in this moment of time, this crisis, many of you understand we're surrounded by the fear of coronavirus. We're surrounded by situations that are beyond our control. But I want to tell you, don't reach for secondary things. Reach for the main thing. And the main thing is hope in Jesus Christ. Let me give you a scripture in Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Powerful scripture, and I really love this. It spoke to me as I prepared to come to this podcast. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. The King James Version says we hope for the glory of God. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Listen to that. Endurance or character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Do you have hope today that God will save you, that God will see you through? I know that I do. I have hope even for you that somebody listening and watching to this, that you're going to say, I may not have hope, but somebody is hoping for me to have hope. And I believe that that is going to make the difference in your life. It goes on to say, and this hope will not lead us to disappointment. It will not disappoint us. Our faith in God is not ever disappointing because God always comes through. The Bible literally says it is impossible for God to lie. When God speaks something, it will come to pass because God cannot vary. He cannot waver. He is consistent. He cannot lie. Therefore, our hope is placed in a place of steadfast confidence. This hope will not lead us to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love when we were utterly helpless, and I might add, hopeless. Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Let me make a connection for you. Hope is connected to light. But hope is also connected to the love of God. How many parents have children that you love? You genuinely love them. Have they ever disappointed you? Have they ever come up short? Of course. That's the nature of failed and flawed humanity. But did their performance ever affect your love for them? Did you ever one day say, that's it. I wash my hands. I'm not loving you anymore. Of course not. Because something in us even as flawed people, we're going to love our kids till the day we die. No matter their performance, although we hope for the best, our love for them is consistent. If we're flawed and we love our kids consistently, how much more does God love us? He loves us consistently. I want to somehow today give to you a light of hope. And I want to tell you a story about how the uh, the caverns north of Yellowstone National Park were discovered. As the story goes, there was an explorer that was walking along one of the mountainous ridges and 
All of a sudden, he fell through a hole. He fell several hundred feet below into utter darkness. And there he lay. Thankfully, nothing was broken, but badly bruised and, and in an utter darkness. And he, he lay there for about a week. And every day, every so often, he would cry out, Help me! He would, he would just shout loud, as, as loud as he could, Help me! Hoping against hope that somebody would find him. And sure enough, another explorer came along and someone else, and I'm sure they were looking for him and, and heard his faint cry, came to the hole and they were able to dig him out and lift him out when they asked him, how did you make it these many days, about a week without anybody there for you, almost without any hope? Here's what he said. He said, there was a pinpoint of light and every day, every moment I would, that I could, I would focus on that light. And that pinpoint of light gave me hope that somehow the darkness would not prevail. Can I appeal to great people that are listening to this podcast right now? All you may have is a pinpoint of light. Maybe just a small promise that you've heard a preacher preach about. You've heard a relative maybe tell you something. You remember a Bible story. Don't focus on the darkness around you. Look to the light of hope and allow that hope to give you confidence. God will find me. God, someone will find me. And I will come out of this and I will live to see a better day a brighter day. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what hope looks like. And this is why we lift our head with confidence. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray God bless you abundantly as you continue to look to the light of hope. His name is Jesus and his light will never go out. God bless you. Hi listeners. This is Scott Cooper, producer of the Parkway Podcast. That concludes the show for today. We hope you enjoyed. Remember, we offer video versions of the podcast on our Facebook and YouTube channels, as well as the audio versions on your favorite podcast provider, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also encourage you to check out our website at www.parkwaychurch.net, where we offer live streaming of our services, as well as video archives, and the opportunity to give to help support this ministry so that we can continue to bring you awesome, Holy Ghost-filled content each week. Thank you for listening, and please tune in to our next episode.